Welcome once again, everyone. 25th anniversary of Raw is in the books. The Royal Rumble is just a few short hours away. It may have started already, actually. Could have started. It's going to start special start time in November. <laughs> and these weekends are such a marathon, man. Yeah. Like these, these uh, big event I, weekends. I'm happy because it usually means we get a great NXT show. Right. On Saturday night. <laughs> but... Uh, all of these cool things going down, and here we are with yet another edition of You're Never Too Old to Watch Wrestling, the best adult wrestling podcast in the universe, self-proclaimed. Right. Uh, thank you for downloading. I'm Anthony Combs, sitting alongside my tag team partner, Paul Phillips. We're glad you joined us. Thank you for downloading, listening. If you haven't already, take opportunity to hit the uh, subscribe button. Download us. Pretty easy. It's very easy. So easy, and just like everything else we do, if you don't like it, we will give your money back to you. 100% money back guarantee on this podcast. We're cool like that. We are cool like that. Nobody, 0.0 refunds have been given. That's right. Almost the same amount of Fs that have been given <laughs> by Enzo Amore, apparently. That's right. Whoa. Well, I you can twist that around a little bit, but I'm going to leave that alone. I mean, I'm saying it from the aspect of I don't give a you-know-what. Right. Because clearly he didn't. Before we get into that, follow us on social media. Get involved with the show. Find me at Big A Little C on Twitter. It's B-I-G-A-L-I-T-T-L-E-C. Woo! You can find me at I am Paul Phillips. That's I-A-M-P-A-U-L-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Hit uh, us up. Doomsday song. <laughs> and it's off. Here we go. Let's let's uh, let's get, get outside, outside the, the ring. ring. Yeah. So where all the fun happens. Breaking Monday afternoon at what like one o'clock? Yeah, it was it was afternoon for sure. Uh, I mean, at least on the East Coast. I gotta feel like Enzo was in the arena. He was. Conrad Thompson has reported that he saw Enzo in the arena that day. And news breaks that Enzo Amore, the certified G and the bona fide stud, is now a bona fide suspect in a rape case. He's also bona fidely unemployed. Bona fidely fired. Bona fired. Uh, got a couple of haters out in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean. And I Enzo understand. is gone. From the WWE. Now let's just let's just be really clear about this. The accusations are still just accusations, and Paul and I both have dug into both of these. We both looked into this and we've done some reading. And the accuser seems to have a history of accusing and some unstable behavior. Yeah, and I mean at the same time, as much as. Enzo is innocent until proven guilty. I don't want to downplay exactly. what, what could be the case with her because uh, this is a very serious allegation, but uh, credibility is lacking here. And my point in being all that is that we're not letting Enzo off the hook and begging for Enzo to come back. My point in saying that is Enzo didn't get fired because of this. No. This just happened to be the last thing on the way out the door. It was the last straw. Yeah. He has had erratic behavior for ever since he's been on the roster. 
most of the news sites are reporting that this is a result of him not informing the WWE that this was out there and the fact that he had known about it for several months that there was an investigation going on. Anytime you're a company the size of WWE and a PR machine that you have, so much better to be proactive as opposed to reactive. And here they are, the WWE is getting all kinds of mainstream media coverage for the 25th anniversary show of Monday Night Raw. They've got sold-out crowds at Barclays Center and Manhattan Center. And all of a sudden, news comes out that Enzo's being investigated uh, for for an alleged sexual assault or rape, whatever you want to call it, that happened uh, in October in Phoenix. Um, if you want to look it up, by all means, just Google it. You won't have any trouble finding it. I don't want to put give any light to any of it right now uh, because I don't want to... Like you said, we don't want to downplay the situation of it, but we also, you know, you don't want to give it a whole lot of play either, just because I mean, there are there is always three sides to a story. And, and here's the here's the deal in America with sexual assault. Regardless if Enzo did it or not, he's always guilty in the court of public opinion sure. for the rest of his life. Right, and that's just the way it works. I yep. mean, the Duke lacrosse team was drugged through the mud, and turns out that they were legitimately not guilty but still people think duke lacrosse they think raping people they print the allegation on the front page they print the retraction on the fifth that's exactly so 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 enzo apparently showed up according to conrad thompson you know from the something to wrestle with podcast and uh, what happened when monday he said he showed up at the arena monday before his suspension was announced and his subsequent release wearing a t-shirt that said today is the best day of my life and on the back, it said, can't wait for tomorrow. The irony. <laughs> oh, man. But is there anything more ironic than the WWE run of Enzo Amore? Let's just take a quick roll back and look at it. Before in WWE, he's a DJ. He's from New York. He's a shoot, he's shoot from New York. Right. Uh, was living in Delaware, apparently, because his driver's license – in the signature box on his driver's license, he had drawn a phallic symbol. Man. Um, can you look up how old is Enzo? I, will look. I don't know how old he is. I know how old he looks in his face. Uh, and I'm, before I would you say tell early me, early thirties, but I look. Before it. you tell me, I'm just going to tell you. I think from looking at his face, like the wear and tear on around his eyes and stuff, he looks like he's forty three, forty four years old to me. He is 31. 31. Let me tell you how you get to looking 44 years old when you're 31 years old. Yeah, you live hard. You live hard and live fast. Yeah. So he comes in, does gets some training. He's shoot friends with big casts. Um, he gets some training and gets an opportunity and goes to WWE and is and still to this day not a super skilled wrestler, like an in-ring performer. He's not great. Now, he's got the heart of a lion. And he's got a personality as big as, you know. As big as an arena. Yeah, as big as any arena you've uh, ever been in. Was absolutely fawned over by John Cena and Triple H, two guys that have a lot of stroke in the company. Um, but endorsed just, by Stone Cold, pretty much. Endorsed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, this, this, he is loved by guys that you need to be loved by. Right. But personally, between injuries and just erratic behavior – what could have been a 20-year run in WWE 
as you know, a mid card light heavyweight cruiserweight champion type wrestler, tag team wrestler, and an, in my opinion, an even longer run as a manager or a commentator uh, is cut short by erratic behavior and immaturity by far. He has been – he broke his leg in NXT, like, shortly after he made his in-ring debut. Right. yep. Comes to NXT – comes to WWE, the main roster, and his first pay-per-view match gets a concussion. I thought he broke his neck hitting the ropes. Um, he went to sleep for sure. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Just a, an all-around odd run for Enzo, highlighted probably by – I mean, what would be the highlight of, I mean, of his career? His run with the – cruiserweight title because he and Cass never really never had a tag team title did they no they never held tag team go nxt nor uh raw i, I know that they did uh, did an nxt takeover in brooklyn a couple years ago and they weren't on the main card they were on the tv tapings that they did after them and they were so over and reportedly every arena they went to super over yeah just a strange run. Uh, he's been kicked off a bus on a European tour. He tweeted uh, about Big Cass having a knee injury, kind of made fun of it when he wasn't supposed to. Um, there's allegations here about the sexual assault, lots and lots of drug use. And um, some of this is uh, there are reports that he and Cass are pretty estranged now. Like they don't, yeah, as I, a shoot, that they don't. You know, associate anymore. I gotta imagine that somebody in the locker room pulled Cass aside and said, "Let me tell you something, good brother. You only gonna go as far as this guy's going. This guy is gonna. Ca- I know he's your boy. But he's gonna cause you trouble down the road. So I think you're right. I think uh, that wouldn't shock me at all. Cass obviously has a. He's he's the kind of guy that Vince looks at and just drools over. Yeah, exactly. Trying to keep it PG, but <laughs> so you know he's gone. Uh, and I would imagine probably gone for good. I just can't see him. I can't see him wrestling anywhere again. Even if he's cleared of all this, he's not a talented enough wrestler, and he's got way too much heat with the boys to be over somewhere like ROH, and New Japan has absolutely no need for him. I mean, do you think he's doing independent shows? Do you think he's trying to do – do you think he turns he, – he has, like, celebrity – apprentice written all over him in my world you know that maybe. kind of show maybe that kind of show or celebrity yeah. rehab yeah uh just whatever or he's on like one of the mtv challenges or something yeah i mean that's what he's made for you know i don't know what what do you think what do you think we hear from him now does he just fade away into the sunset he does not seem like the type that will fade away quietly into the sunset yeah that's that's going to be my question I, w- I kind of wonder if he doesn't turn to the indies. I think he'll give it a shot. Um, and, hey, man, there's shows that will pick him up. I mean, there's probably not one not too far from here that would pick him up <laughs> on the other I, side of the river. Yeah, I thought the same thing. They'll Somebody will book him. So, well, sad sad to see. Um, Let's move on to the, yeah. to the Raw 25. They had a, I, I, got I a big week. And there's really nothing else happening outside the ring. So, what Raw did you, 25. Did you enjoy this show? I would enjoyed it, but I would say let down. And part of this, I know that part of this stems from the fact that I like wrestling. And they had some wrestling, and the matches they had were good. 
I did have a major problem with one of the matches from the Manhattan Center that made absolutely no sense whatsoever to me. That Which one was that? That would be the tag team match with the Revival and the Bullet Club. I don't understand burying these guys like they did. I mean, it made no sense whatsoever. What would have made sense to me there would have been New Age Outlaws versus the Revival. Yeah. Because both those guys could still work. Sure, yeah. I mean, I Road Dog and Billy Gunn can, can still go. Yeah. I mean, they do it. They're they're working the indies, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, well Road Dog doesn't, Road but, but Billy good. does. Billy does. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. The show in and of itself was, you know, the the legend scenes, I, I, they way overhyped the legend scenes. I think Very as, much so. as opposed to bringing back all these legends and bringing, you know, they talked about all these guys are going to be here, and then all of a sudden you have DiBiase, the APA, and MVP. I mean, I didn't even know MVP was there. He just kind of showed yeah, up. He was I still wonder there. if he was invited. <laughs> because he didn't have the name recognition as all of those other guys, but he showed up, and I guess they had him as part of it. But MVP, a collar and elbow guy, you know, shout out to to my brother MVP. Uh, use your code Cruz C R U Z to get ten percent <laughs> off. Right. But um, yeah, it was it was weird. The poker, I felt like they should have had a separate show, have a separate show for Raw twenty five. Yeah, because especially with this being the go home show for yeah. Rumble. There needed to be some more action, and there needed to be some more storytelling. Yeah. And um, I I, I didn't feel like it was a cohesive show. The fact that it was in two arenas made very didn't really bother me, but it, it hurt it the continuity of everything. It didn't help the show. Right. I liked it. I almost wish they would have done the whole show from the Manhattan Center. Or have Legends at one, Raw at another. And run it that way, so you kind of, you kind of know what you're getting with when you go to either one. You you think this is a work, but there are reports that the fans at the Manhattan Center were not very happy because there wasn't very much action, and that they were pretty much watching the show from the Barclays Center on the big screen. I think it was a work because every fan that was there was a visible fan you've seen on television before, right? Uh, Frank the Clown being one. Frank was, and Frank is the one that's out spreading the news that oh, people were upset because they paid eight hundred thirty-five dollars a ticket. Well, dude, Frank, we know you didn't pay for your ticket, right? Okay, you can't afford to pay that for a ticket. <laughs> uh, you got in because you're Mick Foley's son-in-law to be. Maybe I don't know what you are. Is he still working as Rosenberg's assistant? Probably. There for a while, he was. Probably. He was Pete Rosenberg's assistant. Uh, yeah, which makes him worth even less money than yeah, if he worked at McDonald's. Go get me McDonald's. some coffee, boy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it, I think every, I think the majority of the people that, are, that were at the Manhattan Center were in on, on paper. Um, Collar and Elbow was represented in the front row. Saw Carrie a couple was in of the, shirts. in the front row with his Windy, windy, cor- windy, windy Corner, Windy City <laughs> shirt on. Um, but I just the show didn't. Uh, you talk about the continuity. You just uh, the storylines weren't developed. I mean, the Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns Miz match was really good. It was, and to see Miz pin Roman in the middle, one, two, three. I called it clean because it wasn't a screw job finish. Yeah, just because he smacked his face on the bare turnbuckle. So what? I mean, he took the one, two, three. Exactly. That's that. And there wasn't matters. a third party involved, right? In that's not a screw job. That, to me, that Romans like one match is the exact same way. Yep. So, 
uh, that was pretty big. Um, of course, obviously, it sets up Roman to win the Royal Rumble, <laughs> undoubtedly. But I love the open. I thought Vince was great. Yeah, I thought Shane and Stephanie with the the plaque. I thought I, you know this this is good. I love you. Text me and you said glass breaks. Three, two, one, and probably ten seconds after that, the glass. My breaks. only concern was, am I going to get this scent fast enough for yeah. it to get there before the glass breaks? Because it was written all over the wall. Vince says, "You people are plaque, blah blah blah." But you got, got this all on, your on my own. Nobody but helped me. Nobody, with and he just kept saying, "Nobody." I was like, yeah, "Okay." <laughs> and you know, here's the here is the allure of a guy like Steve Austin. Glass breaks, never says a word, most over guy in the building. Yep. All night long. Drops two stunners, drinks some beer. Uh, three Rolls stunners. Up. He got three stunners. Because he got Shane twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got Shane a second time. Yeah. Um I love that Shane loaded up the Miller Lot <laughs> so he could do the spit take on <laughs> the stunner. <laughs> The only thing that would have made that better would have been if The Rock would have taken a stunner and bumped out to like the 15th row. <laughs> uh, Nobody takes the stunner as well as The Rock. <laughs> and I'll uh, tell you what, that was the best sell job of the stunner by Vince that he's ever had. <laughs> is there was all, he he botched that, <laughs> that spot so many times. Yeah, and here's the crazy part. The story that I always hear is Austin can't wrestle another match because if he – I could, I give one more stunner. I never walk again. That's all well, he does. Well, he threw three the other day, and every time he gets in the ring, somebody gets a stunner. <laughs> so, come on, kid. We give you a little, gotta get in there and get the heat. But uh, dude is Jack too. He's yeah. in phenomenal shape. He, he was. He looked good. He looked good. So he's on a keto diet. Is what is, he, that, is that what I, he's doing? I was listening to him on uh, his podcast. Sure, he's with, not doing slim trimmings with Billy Gunn today. It's either keto or slim trimmings. Uh, I'm not sure. But He's eating Diet Coke and Ding Dongs. It's Twinkies. The Slim Trimmings <laughs> diet is Twinkies. I'm that's well why aware. it's not working for you. Because <laughs> you're eating Ding Dongs. And that's more mass in your body, depending on <laughs> what kind of Ding Dong it is. Um, never mind. <laughs> the Doomsday brand just seems to be pretty popular around. Doomsday has never been this over in his <laughs> life. Let's talk about what I didn't like from that opening segment. And I shared this with you right off the bat. They showed all these memorable moments from Raw. And pretty much the ones we talked about on the air a couple weeks ago were in the list, except for Pillman's Got a Gun. Yeah. How, how does Pillman's Got a Gun not make the air? I mean, that twist, that turns the Attitude Era right in, right in that segment. I mean, that's when they started winning the battle again. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a – and, you know – I, I mean, mean, I know why right. it doesn't win. right. But at least show part of it, you know, show yeah. Austin kicking in the door at his house or you beating know, him up. You don't have to show Pillman actually with the gun, but man, that segment was just so raw. Represent and real. the segment at least because that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was the one of the most real segments they've ever had on Raw. Yeah. So, um, throughout the show, I, you know who else got a great pop, and I paid. I was making sure to pay attention. Was old brother love yeah and i love i love how he acted like he didn't know who coachman, coachman was. was i and love I you brother uh <laughs> bro i can't remember who i was there with i love you brother boogie i love you brother this but i love you too uh brother <laughs> i thought that was just great work by bruce pritchard 
He was as red as he's ever been in his life. Looking good. Conrad was there pre-show in the No Sock Club. Was he? Yeah, he tweeted out a picture of him in the No Sock Club. (laughs) Uh, Fun times, though. What... uh, which legend did you like the best on the show? You know, honestly, it had to be the DX reunion. Um, you know, I know that that was kind of expected, and I didn't really like the way it went with them dominating the revival. But um, I've always enjoyed – listen, I'm a big fan of 15-year-old sophomoric humor, so those guys have always been over with me. Um, and to see them come back, I mean, it was a little lackluster because they were sons Kevin Nash. But yeah, I thought Nash was supposed to be there. He had announced early in the week, I think, something with his knee. He wasn't able to travel. Tore quad. Huh? Tore quad. Or he... Tore it right off! <laughs> or they didn't get his money right. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I heard complaints throughout the week on local sports talk show. How can you have a 25th anniversary without The Rock? How can you have a 25th anniversary without Hulk Hogan? Dude couldn't be there, okay? Well, and you uh, can't afford that, brother. And he, <laughs> The Rock has not abandoned WWE. Never. He he knows that the reason he is Every chance he, is. he gets, he acknowledges. Yeah. He's never forgotten where he came from. So yeah. You can't never say that about him. Even when Cena was trying to say it, mm-hmm. that wasn't believable because yeah. nobody nobody thought that. Um, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the Jericho segment. I thought they got that good. I w- wish he would have wrestled a match, but I do. I guess the thing was they wanted, and I would say that if I'm, I know part of the reason that. So it, we all thought we were going to get Undertaker versus Cena set up at Raw 25, but I'm reading that the speculation is the only reason that it didn't get set up was they needed to hot shot Enzo and Cena because of Samoa Joe's injury. And Elias and Cena. Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> Elias and Cena is because. They got to get that thing going, because that was a spot for Samoa Joe, and it's it's dead now. Right. So Joe's out until March. So man, Elias getting the big rub. But I loved his work. I mean, and I told you that's what was going to happen with Jericho. It I was had, a great spot for him. It was a great yeah. fo- spot for uh, Jericho. And it tells me a lot about John Cena too, that he went out there and he put 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 the dude over. Big time. Big time. Put him over. Um. And it just goes to show you that it does not do anything, any harm for you to be laying on the mat with, with your shoulders down. So that leads to another thing we were going to talk about with Raw, and we can just go ahead and go into it. Um, the Undertaker at the Manhattan Center, and he's super vague during his uh, promo. And there's even word that he that he got lost at some point during the promo. But here's the thing. Do you think he's done, or do you think this was – Let's let's throw something out there and leave the possibility open so that if if Joe's able to get back and he can work with Elias, then we can go on to the Cena thing. What are you thinking at this point? I hope he's done. Yeah, me too. I, I'm done with he. He's no draw for me. He hasn't been since he lost to Brock, and I know that that's been what this will be four years now, but. I just don't see any fans buying tickets because the Undertaker is going to be on no, the card. No, it, it doesn't entice me at all. Like I, I see that, and and, and I admittedly say this: I've never been a huge Undertaker fan. The gimmick just didn't didn't do anything for me. Uh, I liked him when he was Mean Mark Callis, and I li- I respect his work in the ring, but just the Undertaker deal doesn't. You know, I'm I'm 39 years old. 
Yeah, it's not the the majesty of it all is off. Yeah. I mean, the you know, it's yeah, it's gone. You know, and one thing that was kind of cool was how they in the Manhattan Center they put up the old school banners. They had up the Ico Pro banners. I, I was just gonna say that the Ico Pro banner was great. They had the referees and the blue shirts and bow ties. <laughs> Mike Kyoto coming down to do that tag team match, and then and he the, gets the biggest chant of the night. They're chanting Mike Kyoto. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got the red, white, and blue uh, ring ropes. Yeah. It was just a really cool. It, it, the Manhattan Center looked just like it did yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah. They should have shot it in low in standard def. <laughs> that that would have been, been super so, cool. People would have been so pissed. That would have been the best part of it. What did you think of them? You know, there was mention, you know, even uh, from Triple H's mouth of China, which is has pretty much been – you know, absolutely first per- class move. Yeah, because she's been persona non grata for so long. Done. I I do find it not shocking at all that he mentioned China while he was in one building and Stephanie was in another. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Stephanie doesn't need to get upset she's about that. She's a businesswoman, man. She's a businesswoman. And by all intents and purposes, she broke up China and yeah. Triple H. Yeah. Uh, and you can say what you want about China. Uh, she looks like a man. She does this, that, and the other. And she clearly was had some serious problems sure. post-WWE. But she made a lot of money for that company. A lot of money. And was a huge draw. Was one of the top stars during an era when The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin were top guys. She was probably, I, heck, man, I would say she was probably three or four on the top draw list. Impressive what she's been able to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I was glad to see them mention her. I thought yeah. that was I, I thought mean, that it, was a it, class move. Maybe it's maybe it's an introduction for them to off you know, let's put her in the Hall of Fame. I can't imagine that saying her name for the first time on T V wasn't a feeler. Fifteen years I just cannot imagine and the pop she got, I cannot imagine she doesn't go in the Hall of Fame this year. So what did you think about them hot-shotting Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt? What sense did this make? Kind of a waste. You don't hype it. You don't talk about it. It was just like all of a sudden Bray Wyatt's in the ring and here comes Matt Hardy. Let me just lay this out for you. What the hell? They posted a 10-minute video of Matt Hardy laughing on YouTube. We've had fun with it here. The match between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt was seven minutes. That's all you need to know about it. Yeah, this... They don't know what to do with the Mad Hardy gimmick. They know it could be the most over gimmick in the business in the company, but they don't want to push Matt Hardy to the top of the card. Right. That's what they've it's got, all about. They've got to they've got to take the reins off of him because they're I mean they're absolutely holding him down in this whole. Thing. If they're not going to let him be who he wants to be and not use him right, I, I would say just let him go. Let him go and be. Let him be the yeah, person. Let him go. Be, be broken, be. Matt, and and dominate. Go to China, Japan. Go to China and go to ROH. I mean, yeah. He'd be awesome. Killing. ROH. Let me tell you who was. We talked about this. You said the fans. There was some heat out there in the fans at the Manhattan Center. But let me tell you who the uh, most unhappy person in the building was after Enzo got kicked out. Mean Gene Oakland. <laughs> Has anybody ever been more uninterested in being? where he was than Mean Gene was. He didn't look very happy with interviewing AJ Styles. And AJ did his Hulk Hogan impression. Poor old AJ, man. <laughs> man. Gene yeah. Oakland looked like 
he looked like AJ had take taken a dump in his cereal. Yeah, it was it was a weird segment because it was like oh, and it was great with AJ because you know I've always wanted to do that. And it was it was a good segment. <laughs> you know something else interesting. I I put it to you like this. Yeah, our friend. Loverboy Brock Landers ran into Mean Gene at some kind of wrestling convention a couple years ago, and he just kind of sat down and was shooting a crap with Gene, and basically asked him to do like an interview with him. And Gene perks up, and Gene was as good in that interview as he's I've ever seen him. But here he is with the WWE champion, and he's like, "Uh, this is AJ Styles." <laughs> there you go. I thought what would have been really good would have been if Gene would have said, folks, that's the scoop. I've got news on backstage rumors about Cammy. You want to hear them? Call the hotline, 1-900-909-9900. I'll get you all the scoop and all the news about what general manager Daniel Bryan has going on. I thought we may get that. Kids, get your parents' permission. Yep. Or don't. (laughs) I don't care. As, are, are there 900 numbers still? Do people still? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know you can pay Sonny for Skype. But let's don't. What about Jericho coming out in the Alpha Club shirt? Shocked me a little bit. <laughs> me too. Uh, but I also noticed that Luke Gallows had Good Brothers Dojo on his jacket. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, why not? Jericho's not on a contract. They promoted him Yeah. as being there before they had it confirmed. When they do that, you kind of got people backed into a corner, even though <laughs> cards have I'm wear my own. I'm going to wear my own gimmick, fellas. Yeah. So so I guess the last thing to talk about with Raw is the closing with uh, Strowman. Bro- uh, Strowman, Brock, and Kane. Is there any way that Strowman doesn't take the belt off of Brock, or do you think it's they're still pushing it to be Brock versus Roman at, at Mania? Well, I mean – I guess if you go with WWE logic, the fact that Braun was standing strong at the end of Monday night means he's not winning on yeah. Sunday. Much like Oscar's probably not going to win on Sunday because she was standing strong too. Yeah, the betting odds, I, I saw this earlier, the betting odds had been Ronda Rousey. They had swung to Oscar, and now they've swung back to Ronda Rousey. It amazes me that two of the favorites to win the Royal Rumbles are Ronda Rousey, who has never been in a WWE ring to compete, and Daniel Bryan, who is – He's one bump away from being a vegetable. <laughs> uh, I'm one stunner away from never walking again. <laughs> Hold on. I got to drop this guy on his stack of dimes. He calls it neck. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I, I think Brock I think Brock walks away again as champion. That, uh, That's a mistake. I I'm mean, the, the whole reason you put Kane in the match is to keep Brock or – Braun hole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can... I mean, that's the only reason you do it. Now, I wouldn't be surprised to see something crazy happen with Braun where he's tied up somewhere or chained to something and he breaks chains to get away, (laughs) but he breaks them just a little bit too late. And I I don't know. I mean, freaking guy flipped over a semi-truck on TV last year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty strong. So the... uh, Odds on favorite, I'm, I'm looking at the betting odds now, is Nakamura. Yeah, he's winning that, I would think, if if Roman doesn't. And Roman is second, Daniel Bryan's third. 
I just I don't get the Daniel Bryan part. <laughs> I don't. It's, w- it's wishful thinking on a lot of people's part. Yeah, man. I guess it's this betting site trying to get money, free money. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But Nelly is coming to Whitaker Bank Ballpark. Oh, it's getting hot in there. It is going to get hot in here. I got to tell you people about this because this is big news. This is breaking news that uh, May 19th, 2018. Please tell me it's got something to do with the game. Because <laughs> you have like it in free, brother. <laughs> it appears to be uh, just a concert. Crap. You're going to let people on the field. That sucks. <laughs> Anyhow, I still can get in free. I'm not worried about that, but. Yeah, so again, I think Brock walks away with the strap. You say it's it's a big mistake. Why do you think so? I still don't think I, I'm I'm convinced that he's not a draw anymore. I don't think that anybody is paying their money in order to come see Brock. Are they paying to see Braun? Do you think? I is think he so. a draw? I think so. I don't know. I can't really tell. I mean, he flips cars over, so somebody's got to get these hands, man. We'll see. If they don't put it on him now, I don't know when they do. Because once Roman gets it, he's going to wear it for a long time. Yeah. So, unless he has an accident. So, sportsbettingexperts.com has the women's odds and has Asuka at plus 150 and Ronda Rousey at plus 350. And then you've got Nikki Bella and Becky Lynch at plus 700. And then Charlotte Flair at plus 1250. And she's... Not in it. Listen, any I will give anybody a hundred one odds on Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> anybody. Yeah. I mean, I will give you one hundred one. Uh, minimum bet is a thousand dollars. You have to bet a <laughs> thousand, but if you win, you get a hundred thousand. That's right. So, um, maybe we get a Carmella cash in out of this. Who knows? Yeah, that's the thing to me. Like, why is Carmella even competing in the Royal Rumble? Why doesn't she just cash in? I mean, if I was her and it came down to the end, and, and maybe that's the way they work it. It comes down to her and somebody at the end, the other person's hurt. I'd just hop out, jump back in, and <laughs> pin them. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. What about, let's see, what? Else, let's move over to the blue team. I mean, overall, your opinions on Raw 25. I'm like you. I I enjoyed it just because I'm I'm an old school guy. I loved the Attitude Area, and you knew they were going to bring bring back some of those guys. I've always been a huge mark for Stone Cold, and uh, so I enjoyed it. Uh, just I had a little problem with the continuity of the fact that it didn't really further anything going into Rumble. The fan today didn't think it was very good. Uh, the old school fan in me uh, really loved it was it. nostalgic. Yeah, I thought the DX reunion was really good, bringing Scott Hall out, bringing Sean Waltman out, and even hooking. And the glimmer of hope I have is not that the the revival got buried, but it was that the Balor Club, Allos, Gallows, and Anderson are getting a, getting something to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Anytime those guys get a chance to do something, I'm down for that. Um, were you? Who was not there that you wish would have been there? And let's let's obviously remove dead guys and you know Hulk Hogan and The Rock, which for obvious reasons they're not there. Who would you have liked to have seen 
on the show that wasn't there. Mm, that's hard because I was, I mean, obviously I was going to say Hogan. Uh, he's so tied to, you know, all of our childhoods. I mean, you look back, I mean, whether it be what he did with the NWO. Um, yeah, let me think on that one. I, you know, okay, so let's go back. I think it would have been cool to bring back even uh, – and, and le- let's be honest, that he's he's on the front of mind right now just because I listen to his podcast, but sh- somebody like Shivani and bring back – have like a WCW faction yeah, or even Sting. Yeah, yeah. I, Sting Arn has Anderson, always been – yeah. Arn Anderson was a name that was on my list. If you're going to do it, let's let maybe, let's maybe pop out the Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and one mm-hmm. of the incarnations of the Brutus, Four Horsemen. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Nah. Um, a couple guys that were really popular in the Raw era, the beginning days of Raw, that I thought, eh, maybe they're a good chance. Tatanka. I thought, eh, we'll see him. He always shows up at stuff like this. So who, do you th- who out of this group, and it's curious because who out of this group do we think continues on to the Rumble? I mean, obviously they're in Devon because he's already there. Yeah, and see, I thought bringing them out. You know, how why, why do you not have Bret Hart there? How does Bret Hart not show up at that thing? Well, it just who knows? I mean, you never know what that relationship's like at this point. And bringing Devon and Bubba Ray out to me, those guys are. I don't think of those guys as raw guys. No, I think of those guys as scabs almost they're leftovers but Devon will be in the rumble because he works there i think boogie may make it to the rumble too boogie man seems like he always shows up i did not enjoy watching him try to eat worms so weird (laughs) you know where they get those worms from worms are us worms are us those are working worms no those are those are shoot worms, but they're working <laughs> worms. It's it's a weird deal. So let's jump into SmackDown, man. Uh, yeah, talk a little bit about that. They're <laughs> they keep really pushing the story of the women's Royal Rumble is everybody for themselves. That's the story that they're really pushing to the forefront right now. Even Monday night when yeah. they had the women's match yeah. and the, the fate baby face team uh, eight, won and Oscar's eight woman tag team out. match and then Oscar started throwing people out of the ring. She kicked Mickey James so hard. <laughs> I thought poor Mickey was gonna die. You know what? Trish Stratus looked like she could get in the ring and go. I mean there's st- there's a lot of talk of her being in I the rumble. I would, Monday, I'd be night. shocked if she doesn't show up. And maybe Michelle McCool. She was. She looked pretty jacked too, and she's always been in yeah. shape. Uh, Kelly Kelly a, in the house. Yeah, I think there's thirteen spots left for the women. Yep. And I think there's eleven left for the men who that haven't been announced. I think yeah. There's nineteen that have been for the men and seventeen. I I don't know what it is. I saw it earlier. Mm-hmm. But even I was even when they popped up the graphics the other night, I was counting. All right, one, two, three, four, five, trying to get a, a number. Yeah, I um, think we're going to get a lot of surprises. Uh, but the only thing that, that I, I kind of temper it with is that every time I think that, you know, they parade out. I think the only, like, notable surprise, you're going to get some old guys to come out. And like, that's cool. I, and I, I think that. that's fun. 
I think the big surprise you're going to get at this one, and I don't know if you'll get it. This may be an NXT surprise, but I think Ethan Carter shows up this weekend. I'm not totally uh, – yeah, I think I think that's true. Because he is clear. I know Bobby Lashley's not going to be there, but Ethan Carter's clear. He is he is good to go. Here's the thing about Lashley, and I wouldn't I wouldn't completely count that out. Well, I think you're probably right. I don't completely count it out because uh, Impact has no, been known to be to do some stupid stuff with their contracts, and I would love to see Bobby Lashley pull a Rick Rude. That would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I, I don't. I I'm pretty sure he's not. And then there's the Bellator deal with him too. Yeah, where he's signed with Bellator. And I wonder if we get EC3 or Ethan Carter or whatever his name will be when they bring him back. I hope it's EC3 to be I honest. I think it will you. be because he trademarked that name. Yeah. And that's do the name they do the, the signature NXT, have him sitting in the crowd spot? or? Um, yeah, because he's not really – he wouldn't be associated with Kyle O'Reilly and those guys. No. Uh-uh. But he does have a history with Drew McIntyre. So that would be a good way to get him started. Of course, he's already been through that NXT system. So yeah, I would wouldn't mind. Yeah, that's true too. I wouldn't mind them if they're going to bring him in in the NXT. Bring him out, sit him in the crowd, and then mm-hmm. have him jump in or have McIntyre jump on him or yeah. you know something. You know, sell their history and then have it be a conflict. Yeah, I, I'll tell you who else I think maybe we might get to see in the Rumble, and it may be way too early. I, I could be way off, but wouldn't it be cool to see? Candice LeRae show up in the Women's Rumble. I think we're going to – I would almost bet there's going to be four to five NXT women Yeah, I've heard up. that there would be four to five. I'm sure that uh, uh, Amber, Amber Moon will be one of those. Uh, you know, Pey- Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. What they need to do is find people who can bump over the top rope. Yeah. Or it's going to be ugly. Yeah. A- anyway, we were in SmackDown. We talked about the women's match and, and the one-for-all, all-for-one kind of deal. Um, Usos, uh, the penitentiary. So the writing, I thought was clearly on the wall that Gable and Benjamin were going to win the titles. I'm not so sure that the Usos won't win two falls consecutively to start the match. You remember they did that with Dolph not long ago. Yep, a best two out of three falls, and he won both mat both falls, the first two falls. Right. You just go ahead and get it out of the way and and do it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, so you think that they hold on to the belts? If they had gotten a win over Chad Gable, I would say no. But that has always been the the method is if you win at a – you, you win, win on, on the go-home show, you lose at <laughs> the Rumble. This is true. I don't know. I mean, I think Gable and Benjamin have been getting over pretty well. I like them in the heel category they're running in. It doesn't hurt uh, Jimmy and Jay to lose that. Plus, it gives the New Day somebody to work with, too. Yeah, and here's the thing with the New Day. It's time to either, uh, you know, push them again or break them up. Yeah. I'm trying to – go ahead. I was trying to think what else we had on SmackDown. So, there was something interesting earlier today, and I saw a GIF, GIF, whatever the heck it is, of – did you see the guy throw a pancake back at Big E? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Hit him right in the face. Yeah, what an idiot. Nailed and it. I think he was chewing on one and pulled it out of his mouth and threw it at Kofi. Uh, <laughs> kudos to Big E for not just pounding that dude because well, <laughs> he was looking to get rich. In the guy's defense, they did, they did throw a pancake at him. Yeah. 
And maybe the guy didn't like pancakes. Maybe he's <laughs> gluten-free. I don't know. But uh, fu- that was funny. That was good stuff. And then they team up Bobby Roode. <laughs> with it. I will tell you what was really good from SmackDown. Was Randy Orton coming in RKO and Shinsuke out of – Literally out of nowhere. That was probably if you had, if I had to pick my favorite spot from that show, that was it. And listen, I'm not a Randy Orton fan. Shinsuke sold it like a champ, <laughs> and it really was like you said, out of nowhere because it's just it just shows you how good Randy Orton can be because the timing that you had one shot at it and yep. he nailed it. I mean, uh, Corey Graves has just screamed out Kinshasa, and then boom. boom. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was great timing. Uh, yeah, I'd, then they start touting, he could win the Rumble for the third time. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won some money with him last year winning the Rumble. So, <laughs> Main event of the evening was back-to-back matches, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles, and AJ would wrestle Sami Zayn. Uh, the Sami Zayn-Kevin o- or AJ Styles match was – Exactly what you would expect out of those two guys. Really good stuff. AJ. They talked about Raw 25, and they were AJ or uh, Owens and Sammy referred to it as the parade of retirees. <laughs> you know what? And that that was a good use of them since they weren't on it. Yeah, that was a good way to use them. Oh yeah, yeah you get some good heel heat, <laughs> and it's very true. Um. What's up with the, the, the quick finish on the Owens match? Do you think he's legit hurt? No, no, it's it's just work and hurt. <laughs> okay. It's work and hurt. <laughs> he might be working hurt, but I want to know if he's really shoot hurt. No, I don't think he is. I think it I think he may be injured, but it's not anything significant. It was just a way to put him down to the side. I mean if he's really hurt we you're an ambulance guy. How long does it take? Do you put a guy on a stretcher That's for an true. ankle injury? That's true. They were. And they were how long th- does it take to get a guy out on a stretcher? <laughs> 13 or 14 minutes trying yeah. to coax him onto the stretcher. I, I mean, guess. number one, you don't put a guy on a stretcher when it's elevated as high as it goes. Right. You get Those things go to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I've been on them before. I and know. And power now. They, they, you just push a button and it lowers. Did they really? Yeah. I always liked riding on a stretcher. Uh, the raisin was fine. The lower one was fine. It was the sudden stops. It always yeah, exactly. Did. <laughs> did not like that. But yeah, I've dropped a few people. I wouldn't. I, I bet. I bet. <laughs> so, what's weird to me is the whole thing with Cammy, with him calling Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn Cammy. There's no reaction to this whatsoever. It's not getting over at all. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's tough for me to watch because. <laughs> He's given that line. It's not something that hundred percent. Like, and it'll be if they win, it'll be a T-shirt. Oh, you just wait and see. I'm sure it'll be a T-shirt anyway. Yep. Um, I did like when they were talking about all the things at the beginning of that promo of the open show. I thought that promo to open the show was really good. Sami Zayn is so obnoxiously overbearing, and it's awesome. Yeah, he he's he's killing it. <laughs> but when they were he's like, killing his gimmick. you, it was like. They were asking the questions, and Sammy was asking the questions, and Kevin would just go, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. I love the yep movement. I think that is great. Um, I just really, you know what really pushed this over? Would it, if, we, if we knew what the role that 
Daniel Bryan plays in this? Is he is Daniel Bryan going to be a heel or is Shane going to be a heel? One of those guys. Hopefully, we get some answers this weekend. Because if not, I'm not feeling like we're going to. You think they string it on to Mania? No, I think Mania is definitely going to be Shinsuke versus AJ. I wouldn't be surprised if AJ drops the belt, wins it back. But that's going to be that's that match is coming at Mania. And you know what? Here's the deal. We've all been excited and talked about it happening for for a year now, and we're going to be underwhelmed by it. Yeah, we're we're all going to be completely underwhelmed by AJ and Shinsuke. the The big thing with me is that there's been there's been no push towards it. Even on like Raw, you can see where they're going in some aspects, but with this, these guys have been kept so far away from each other, and I'm all for keeping them away from each other to make it a special moment, but they've been kept too far away from each other. I think we put so much pressure on those guys like that to have a good match. I remember AJ's first mania was against Jericho. I thought, man, this is going to be the best match in the history of wrestling matches, and it's probably the worst pay-per-view match that AJ's had. They just their timing wasn't right. They didn't they didn't have any chemistry in the ring. So I feel like that's the direction we're going to go with these two guys too. Well, let's hope not. You know, I mean, uh, let's hope they get. I mean, there was there was magic when they got in the ring at was it Survivor Series? Yeah. Oh I yeah. And there was pretty good magic with that. So let's hope that it. Yeah. There. Th- they'll be fine, but it won't be. You know, it won't be Omega Jericho. No. And it, and they're both talented enough that it could be. So, the WWF won't let it be. The WWF, WWE style of booking won't let it be that kind of match. So, let's go, let's run through this card. Let's, did, the Rumble? Yeah. Did, were there any takeaways that, that our friend Wade Keller had to share on this match? Not really. Oh, by the way, coming to concert with Nelly, Juvenile, and Bone Thugs in Harmony. It's the first of the month. It's actually the 19th of the month. Oh, sorry. But wake up and get there. Looking, looking more excited. Get your check. Yep. Royal Rumble, thirtieth anniversary. So I guess we've got six official matches at this point, because the cruiserweight title is off the table, or do they crown a new cruiserweight title? I, I don't in the think pre-show? they. I don't think they will. I think they'll announce some kind of tournament of some sort. But I mean, that gives it some fun. Gives you some time yeah. to kind of figure out where you're going. Cruiserweight Classic 2. <laughs> Let's book it right now. Let's go ahead and get it booked right now. Roll out with it. All right. So let's let's start at, I guess, what will be considered the bottom of the card at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, the Usos versus Chad Gamble and Shelton Benjamin. Two out of three falls match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions of the World. Conventional Wisdom says pick. Usos, because of like exactly what I told you, Chad Gable going over Tuesday night. Yeah, I still think that the uh, the DUI arrest there's going to be a punishment for that, and the way to punish people for that is to, you know, bury them in the middle of the ring. Right. I think it's going to hurt them, um, and I think Gable and Benjamin go on to work probably with the Bludgeon Brothers to start, and then they get the New Day involved in there somewhere along the lines. Like you said, though, there is a lot of. Uh PR push though behind the Usos with the Disney thing and not Universal Studios. R- Universal Disney Disney doesn't own WWE. Right. Universal <laughs> has a contract <laughs> with them. Um, yeah, I still I'm still going with Gable and Benjamin. I think the fans are behind those guys enough, and I think they 
if I think WWE has figured out that they work good together. Shelton Benjamin is with the Usos. Shelton Benjamin is one of the best workers in the world. If he could just have a personality, he'd yeah, be that's, super that's over. The, I mean, if he could smile like <laughs> Apollo Cruz, <laughs> yeah, he'd be amazing. And it's weird though because Apollo Cruz is as athletic as Shelton Benjamin, but man, there's something not there. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> then we got Seth Rollins, Jason Jordan versus Cesaro and Sheamus. The Bar. For the WWE Tag Team Champions of the World. I think Jason Jordan does something to screw this up. The bar regains Tag Team Championship. And uh, sets up Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins for a huge WrestleMania match that Jason Jordan may not be ready for. Big, big match. But he does such a good job as saying, my dad will fix this for me. You know, well, he how great would it be for him to come out at Mania with a gigantic entrance because his dad's the GM. Right. So I think that's what you see. And I think that's I think there is you're probably at this point that's your WrestleMania match of the night, Seth and Jason Jordan. I agree. I think Cesaro and Sheamus go over here and then it sets up the conflict for Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. Mm -hmm. Then we've got AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. A handicap match for the WWE championship. Handicapable. Please call it what it is. AJ, I mean, honest to goodness, I don't have any clue. Like, everything else, I feel like I have some kind of idea. But, I mean, they just haven't developed this story. They've kept everybody very vague. They yeah, keep not to the saying, point of really being able to kind of pick a side. Yeah, and I'll go, I'll go with AJ just for the fact that I'm a mark for AJ and Sammy won on Tuesday. That's but I, I'll say this, logic. yeah, because AJ has to get that win back, make him whole. But I'll say this, they have kept everybody in the dark on, on the direction this is going. And I kind of like that, because everything else that's happening is pretty predictable. But this is not. So I do like the fact that we don't have anything going on. Well, that's always, you know, we've talked about it a lot. It's like the beauty and the, the beast part of being mm-hmm. a wrestling fan. It's like, I love when I know what's going to go on. But I love when I don't know what's going on even more. I I do believe that I love not knowing what's going to happen more, just based off the fact how excited I was for Jericho Omega, yeah. and everything that happened in that deal was just kind of like I found, and I was finding out about it af- eight hours after it happened. Right. Like oh my gosh. Yeah, that kind of it was almost like finding Easter eggs. You know, mm-hmm. you'd find them and it'd be like oh. Somebody talks another. about somebody mentions you gotta you gotta see what happened in Fukuoka last night. <laughs> and you're just scrambling the internet. You're typing in Fukoku, and people are lo- walking up looking at your search history. Like, what is this you're looking at? <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with AJ too. Just yeah, because co-champions. They've been pushing that a lot. That to be the first ever co-champions. That just doesn't. I think that Vince is a little bit too respectful of the history of the championship, but also. It's his secondary title now. Universal title is number one. It's true. So he doesn't care. But we shall see. I'm still taking AJ. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> Do we get an IC title match on there? On, on, uh, on I don't Rumble? know who it would be. I mean, other than I think rematch? I think the Miz is in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. From that's what right. I He's announced that he's yeah. in the Rumble. He's in the Rumble. So Roman's in the Rumble. I loved it today he announced Miz. <laughs> Pronouns, pal. Uh, 
Miz announced that he's not going to rest until he's main eventing WrestleMania with the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> I've heard he's going to get a huge push this year. Well, yeah, I mean, they've got their reality, reality show. show and Maurice is pregnant, but she still might have been the best-looking woman on that stage. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. Because it took me a minute to realize that she was even pregnant. Now, when she, she turned around sideways. On, yeah. Yeah. She did a nice job of covering it up. If she, I don't think she was even trying to cover no. it up. Um, okay. So, next we got Brock Lesnar with Heyman versus Braun Strowman versus Kane in a triple threat match for the WWE Universal Championship. Wouldn't it be interesting if The Undertaker came out and got involved in this match? In some way. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I said Brock earlier. I'll stick with Brock just because I still believe he's a bigger draw than Braun. But I'm not – I wouldn't say that I'm – I'm not 100% confident of that. But I still think he draws eyes that Braun doesn't draw. And for WrestleMania – He's not put on this card to be a big draw on this card. He's put on WrestleMania to bring UFC eyes over. You know, because this card is not even available on pay-per-view. You can get this only on the network. Right. But Mania is still a pay-per-view event. You can get WWE WrestleMania on pay-per-view. So, I think that's the reason Brock remains at the top of the card. So, he can generate some revenue on pay-per-view buys later at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't really feel like I'm flip-flopping here, but I think I'm going to go with that, too, just because looking at the future booking, I don't see them putting it on Strowman. I just don't see Strowman versus Reigns at Mania. Yeah, we've we've already seen that. I mean, we've already seen that ten times. Exactly. And they've kept Lesnar and Reigns away from each other. I mean, he said six months ago that he was challenging Lesnar at mania for the title <laughs> he did didn't he <laughs> so prophecy yeah so yeah, i'm gonna go with brock too all right women's royal rumble match okay what i want you to do is run through the list of who's in it confirm uh, i will give you who i think has the best chance of winning from that list and then we'll also decide if somebody is uh that's not listed we're gonna fill some time here while I yeah I, i'm gonna look up the men's too uh, while we're filling time, why don't we tell you this? Head over to www.collarandelbowbrand.com. You can get the exact shirts that I wear uh, pretty much everywhere I go. Uh, you can get my favorite shirt, the Windy City shirt that was featured prominently on uh, Raw 25 just the other day. Uh, you can get the uh, Collar and Elbow hoodie. You can get one of those cool um beanies that paul and i both have you can get the uh, universal shirt which is the uh, headlock lock up headlock clothesline just the drop down uh, tackle. yeah drop down tackle the universal uh chain wrestling chain wrestling <laughs> shirt so lots of cool stuff there and all you got to do to get 10 percent off is use the promo code cruise that's c-r-u-z cruise like antonio and you get your own. And listen, if you have a shirt of your own that you want to have made, contact the Good Brothers over at Good Brothers Inc. Yes, sir. They will print you some shirts. We had some shirts printed for our 
uh, ministry here that we run in Lexington, and they are almost sold out, and they're nice. And tell them, tell them we sent you. They, I mean, even absolutely. There's no, there's no yeah, cut we're out. We're not getting a commission on it. We just want you to know they do good work. Dean is a phenomenal. You tell him what you want for your logo. He'll design it for you. They will take you from no. Soup From scratch nuts. all the nuts way, soup, whatever. Yeah, all the way to a finished product. You don't have a logo, not a problem. Dean can fix it for you. That's goodbrothersinc.com. You can contact them through collar and elbow brand because that's who prints the shirts. On to the rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay. Um, the women. Dana Brooke. Nope. Alicia Fox. Nope. Are you AJ Styles all of a sudden? Nope. <laughs> the nope movement. Becky Lynch. Hmm. Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Mickey James. Gosh, I love Mickey. But it ain't she's happening. like a hundred years old. <laughs> she's still out there getting it done. Mickey, Mickey. I mean, let's looking at this list. I'm looking at the list too. You know this list. The thing that stands out about Mickey to me is like she is kind of the May Young to this generation of wrestling. And she's still not. She's not even forty, is she? I mean, I think she she's forty now. I think she's a little bit older than us than me. So she's not older than me. Exactly. Um, Sarah Logan, <laughs> Liv Morgan, Lana. Liv Morgan looked good the other night. I thought she did. I thought she looked really good in that match. Yeah, yeah. She's probably pretty confident now that Enzo's gone. Yeah, it's easy to get Liv Morgan and Mandy Rose confused because they kind of have a similar look. Right. But Liv always was good in the ring yeah. in NXT, so I do want to. And Mandy Rose is still learning. I yeah, mean, she's 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 doing getting just, better every. She's week. doing fine. Yeah, she's she's exactly where Alexa was two years ago. Very true. Very true. Uh, Tamina, Carmella, Tamina Smith, Tamina Smith, Carmella, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Natalia, Ruby Riot, Oscar, and Naomi. The only person on that list that has a chance to win. There's two people. It's Asuka and Naya. And just like always happens with the big girl or the big guy, there's going to be about four. Everybody's going to team up on Naya. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how long Sasha lasts as the number one entrant in the. I feel like Sasha is going to be the number one entrant. So without saying, without saying yes to somebody, let's ask. This question. Do you think the person that wins the Royal Rumble is on this list? No. I mean, I... I agree. I think that there's a, there's money and... There's good money and there's good pay-per-view draw. Again, the same way with Brock Lesnar. There are people who won't subscribe to the network, but they might drop 40 bucks or 60 bucks for the pay-per-view if you put Ronda Rousey on it. So here's the thing, and I agree. I agree. And here's the thing. There was a lot of push when they brought in Mike Tyson after he'd been beat, Mm -hmm. after he had been to prison. They brought him back. That was probably one of the biggest segments ever on Raw. Mm -hmm. This has that potential for the Absolutely it does. Because, I mean, the fact that there's a lot of people that are like, oh, the luster's gone off Ronda. Sort of. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's still a draw. Yeah. Oh, because there's the unknown factor. She's there's more the fact of a, that she's legit. She is more of a draw than anybody in the Royal Rumble, without a doubt. And it's not even close. Oscar is a close second. I mean, she's a distant second. That's it. Bottom line. So, so what number does she come in at? Who Oscar? No, Ronda. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight. 
you know. So I was thinking, I was thinking late, but I don't yeah. know if they would put her no, in at thirty. Not, she's not coming kind of in first. Suspect. Yeah. Well, let's go over the, win- the over the men who have declared. I think we're both agreeing. You want me to go through this list since you read the last one? Sure. Uh, first guy on my list, I'm just going from cage side seats, is a guy named, a new guy, a relatively new guy, Juan Cena. Oh, no, 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 that's John Cena. Uh, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, out of nowhere. Shinsuke Nakamura, The Miz, the man that WWE is all about, Elias. Baron Corbin, Woken Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Aiden English, Rusev, Titus O'Neil, Apollo Crews, Ty Dillinger. I'm going to go on a limb and say he comes in at number 10. Again. Uh, Big E, Kofi Kingston, <laughs> and Xavier Woods. Um, From the names on that list, who would you pick? So, for me, it's either Cena or Nakamura. From the names on that list, I would go with Balor first. Hmm. I think Finn Balor wins. I honestly think Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble. That's that's my stone-cold lock of the week. Okay. I think Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble. He gets to pick who he works at WrestleMania. We already know him and AJ could have a stellar match. But that's my dark horse, and I think that's who wins it. The other name I would pick would be Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. I I have no problem with that pick. I Do you think we get Gallows and Anderson in the I think Rumble? so. I, I mean, they got to be on the card somewhere. Right. That's a, I mean, that's I my mean, thing at this point. You pushed I, him this I thought far. Mojo Rawley was in it, too, but I didn't see his name on the list. I haven't seen his name on any of the list. I'm yeah. on uh, Wikipedia, which is absolutely true. Yeah, exactly. Mojo's going to be in there. Um, I'm just trying to think of guys. Who, who Zach comes? Zach Ryder, maybe? Uh, I thought he was hurt again. It could be. I think the Revival probably show up in here some way, somehow. I think it would be – I think a really cool spot for them would be have them start as one and two. Yeah. I think that would be a good way to kind of test the waters with, okay, how are these guys on their own? You give them th- – it gives them two minutes to work each other. Yeah. And then they just start teaming up. And you get to maybe lead Scott Dawson into being a full-blown heel as he tries to eliminate his buddy. Yeah. Uh, and then he doesn't do it. I think that would be a cool. He's cool a phenomenal book. heel too. Uh, and then, but you know who else that works for? That also works for the new day. You put True. two members of the new day in at the very beginning, or put all three of them in there Heck right yeah. off the bat and yeah. see what happens. Uh, guys that are not on that card, not on that list, that could possibly win. Anybody that's not on that list that could could win it, besides Daniel Bryan. Who's the name that's not on the card? Is Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns is not on the list. That's true. Yeah, good call. How old is this list? It just came out today. Yeah, I mean, Reigns hasn't declared though. I mean, he never declared because yeah. he was IC champion, and I think he was just riding off that. Yeah. But surely he's going to be in there. I mean, if Miz yeah. is the champion, and he's going to be in there. Gosh, can you imagine the heat in Philly if again. Roman Reigns wins again? again. We'll just bring the Rock on out and bury <sighs> him even more. 
I'd so love to hot. See, I'd love to see Rain's Rock f- at, at Mania. It's That'd the, be awesome. It's the kind of heat that I would kill for. <laughs> and he doesn't have to do anything to get it. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to go a little bit the other way now that I've, that kind of dawned on me. I'm going to go with Reigns. I think I would I mean cuz that sets up him being able to wrestle Brock. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going with Reigns. Yeah. All right, man. We're at a uh, Almost an hour and ten minutes, and we were, oh, we were trying said to be we were going to try to keep it under an hour. So, you ready to get on out of here and go teach a class? I believe I am. So, all right, guys. Before we get off here, though, yes, sir. I want to say one thing. Yes, Paul and I live in the state of Kentucky. We had a tragedy that it was here in our state yesterday. Paul worked on it firsthand as part of his profession with uh, Kentucky Emergency Response System. A 15-year-old student walked into Marshall County High School and started firing a gun. He wounded 18 people and killed two other 15-year-olds that were just there for school. I'm not, I really could care less about politics. I care a whole lot more about the stupidity of people who lean one way or the other on politics. But what I do care about is that two innocent children went to school and they were probably thinking about what basketball what they're going to do for the ball game friday night or maybe our what what the next star wars movie is going to be about or quite possibly you know i hope i do good on this spelling test or english test or math test they lost their lives yesterday and it was very sad and then let's not lose sight of the fact that another 15 year old kid is going to be charged with two counts of murder and 16 counts of attempted murder Essentially, he lost his life yesterday, too. There was hurt involved in that. There was pain on the shooter, and now there's pain in the wake of the shooting. The only thing that answers this, folks, and we joke and we cut up a lot, but the only answer to this in our world today is a man named Jesus who died on a cross 2,000 years ago. Sir, My thoughts, my prayers go out to everyone that was involved in that from those who were shot to those who did the shooting, that someday they will come to know Jesus and that he will heal each and every broken heart that was a part of that shooting. So as we And go also off, with the people that were involved in the response. Exactly. That's, those guys are near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. just because, you know, I've been in those situations. Um, you don't, you can't unsee, you can't forget the things that you see. And um, those kind of things stick with you. I mean, some of the guys that actually responded there that day, we just, I don't think celebrates the right word, but we just marked the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. of uh, another school shooting. What was initially the first big school shooting. Yeah, the Heath High School shooting in, uh, in, in the same area. Some of the guys were uh, responding to that, were the same people that responded to that one as well. And, uh, man, I just, yeah, absolutely, I echo what, AC said, and uh, man, yeah, we're gonna close with that, guys. Yep. Uh, we're we're so grateful for everybody that's on here. Uh, we ask you to keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well. And uh, you know, while we we have fun, like AC said, we have fun. We cut up. We talk about wrestling. Uh, at the end of the day, this is uh, super inconsequential compared mm-hmm. to what those people are going through. So uh, just keep them in your prayers and yeah, kind of. Uh, always remember you're never too old to watch wrestling but you're also never too old to pray and ask god for forgiveness and for help so all right guys we're gonna get out of here thanks so much for joining us